From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. Hey everybody, this is not Alex Miller, this is Jake Weiss. I'm hosting a, hmm, should we say it's a special episode of the Brazos Prep Cast? I guess. Maybe right. a little. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little. little. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Welcome back to the Brazos Preps Cast, everybody. Uh, if you remembered last week's episode, if you're a loyal listener, you remember I was going to high school volleyball action, so I did not cover a game. So right before we started, I said, hey Alex, shouldn't I host this week? And he said... Well, why don't we see? Well, how, let's see how it goes. So uh, that's what we're going to do this week. So I'm uh, joined by, always by Alex Miller, Eagle, uh, well, kind of the Eagle do-it-all guy. And then Andrew Tinio as well, Eagle sports writer as well. Yeah, Ironman athlete, one might say Alex Miller is an Ironman, just doing anything and everything. So. That's true, too. <laughs> so, guys, we're back. It's uh, the area around the playoffs. Uh, if the math's correct, we're down to just nine teams left in the Brazos Valley. Ooh, yeah, we got cut in half last week. Uh, I think we had 18 going into the by district round. Now we're down to nine. Consol, College Station, Brazos Christian, St. Joe's, Madisonville, Franklin, Lexington, Centerville, and Bremond. There's some tough, tough games this ga- this week, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. And I think one we'll start with A&M Consolidated Fulcher, a rematch from last year, especially in the same round area round as well. Uh, Fulcher won that game 50 to 38 last year. I covered that game last year, and I remember. Consol got down big, came back in the third quarter, rallied to score, tw- score outscored Fulcher twenty-one to zero in the third quarter. Yeah, weren't they tied winning? The game up, tied the game oh, up. Oh, tied the game up. Okay. Then Fulcher scored two touchdowns in the fourth. That's how we got the to that final. Because Andrew was asking me, you were asking me about it yesterday yep. in the office. Fulcher, man, they're tough. They're legit again. They, they're they're really legit. They're in the top five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say I probably kind of understated it there. They're eleven and zero. Uh, one district 10A5, uh, 10-5-A-1, ranked in the top five, like you mentioned. Uh, they've got Davion Goodley, who I think's back from last year at running back. Yeah. Uh, real impressive. 1600, over 1,600 rushing yards, six tu- 16 touchdowns. Excuse me, let's say six. That's not right. And then Patrick Broadway, he's kind of a one-two punch there. Patrick Broadway's got over 1,000 rushing yards, rushing yards, excuse me, and 10 touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. Consol gonna have their hands full though i will give them credit you know we've seen the tigers you and i were just talking about this alex we've seen this tigers team they've gone up against some good runners and uh shut them out the big one i think of is andrew petter over at uh georgetown yeah i think he was held by less than 100 yards and just one touchdown so uh tigers uh, they got some claws against the run game if, if we're sticking with the tiger theme there yeah, you know, it, it really seems like Fulcher's going to want to run the ball a lot. I mean, this is a run-oriented offense. They can throw. Don't be don't be uh, deceived. But I think it could play well into the hands of Consol if they can kind of figure out what Fulcher wants to do. You know, they've got the tape from last year, right? And oh, some of those key guys coming back. I'm sure Trace Meadows wants another crack at that <laughs> Fulcher offense. You know, this isn't a slot T, wing T, flex bone that they've seen the last two weeks, though. Um, but, hey, certainly doesn't hurt when, uh, you know, the last two games you've played, the other team you know is going to want to run the ball. Mm. And so they're trained pretty well against it. I, I, didn't, I wasn't at the game last week, but, man, tail of two halves for Consol in, in that game against Wagner it really seemed like just the lights, the light switch went off at, at halftime. They they must have done something to regroup. Coach Robertson 
figured it out, got his guys in place, and, I mean, they, they took it to Wagner in that second half. You know, Andrew, you were out there this morning. I was. What what were some of the what were some of the sentiments among the Tigers uh, heading into this matchup? Tuesday morning practices have basically been a weekly routine at this point. How often? I think it's been like four weeks in a row. I've been out there to the practices. Um, I know it's a cliche saying, but it just feels like week in and week out. The further we go, a more quiet confidence ensues. It's it seems like this week hit maybe like a peak of just. There was a bounce in the step. There was more veracity during practice, and I get it. It's practice, you know, but there has to be something to be said about the confidence and the energy that they have regardless. I wasn't here for last year, but I will say, based off of what I've heard from last year and what I see this year, I don't feel like this game's comparable compared to last year, especially with the new defensive scheme. Uh, I think Consol really has a chance to win up front. They've been That's what they their stable has been all year long, and that could go a long ways if they could win up front. Now, tackling these running backs is another thing, but at least they can then win the line of scrimmage if Trace Meadows can get in the backfield, some blitz packages. Um, I, I think this game will be much lower than 50-38 like it was last year. Yeah, I, I it, this is a really hard game to pick. I mean, not picking Fulcher seems kind of dumb because they haven't lost this year and they won last year. But man, the way Kinsall is playing, I, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me it makes me really want to pick the Tigers. I still haven't decided who I'm going to pick in this one, but I I could see it going either way. I think regardless, it's going to be a fantastic game on Friday, mm-hmm. and whoever ends up on top. They will have earned that victory when it's all said and done. Well, we'll kind of shift gears a little bit. Alex, you'll kind of take center stage on this one because it's a game you were at. Well, you were at here at this game last week. It's College Station. We're going across town. College Station hosts Magnolia on Friday. Second straight uh, home game for the Cougs in the playoffs. A little bit of a similar story here with uh, College Station and uh, Magnolia. Another team kind of that likes to run the ball in Magnolia. And, hey, College Station, I mean, excuse me, Magnolia is – College Station's got to go up against Magnolia's kind of do-it-all stud under Andrews. He's committed to Utah, but A&M's, they're looking at him. They're pursuing him. I know, I know, Alex, you're the Aggies guy here. They're a little busy right now, but uh, recruiting <laughs> They're trying to find stops. somebody else right now. <laughs> exactly, uh, but recruiting never stops. So, you know, they're, they're not out of the hunt there. Yeah. Uh, so kind of curious, you know, we all know, we've seen College Station, man. They're pretty good against the run. They're pretty stout. Uh, they do kind of give up a couple big pa- pa- pass plays. I'm sure the Cougs don't want to hear us say that, but you know they've they've a little susceptible to the pass. So a little curious if Magnolia kind of wants to air it out. Uh, Alex, you were out there last week at the game against a uh, champion in the Bay District. W- what did you see from the Cougs? Yeah, I mean it was uh, it was a pretty classic College Station game, right? They they spread the ball around. You know it was a little wet. I think the rain might have affected things a little bit in that first half. Third quarter though, they they really started to pull away. Um, Bernie Champion gave him a fight, though. I mean, that's a good team. And, you know, if there's a weakness to the College Station Cougars, it's in the secondary. Um, you know, they they have been prone to give up big passing plays this season, and that's really what Champion tried to do was, was go and hit the downfield passes, and they got quite a few of them. But the problem was Champion's accuracy was not enough. And when push came to shove, the College Station defense made some really nice stops down in, in plus territory and came up with a couple of big interceptions uh, in the second half. And so, you know, Magnolia, they are a team that wants to run the ball. They want to get that ball to Hunter Andrews. And, yeah, he's going to be tough to stop, 
Um, but you gotta you gotta think uh, College Station likes to to that that favors where their defensive strength is uh, stopping the run. And so I, I'm definitely curious if Magnolia will try and air it out a little more than maybe they have throughout the rest of the season. Um, you know, it should be noted, too, that Aiden Martinez-Brown was kind of limited in that second half. I don't think he played at all. Not really sure what held him out exactly, um, but it, it was enough to keep him sidelined. But, hey, Wilson Stapp, Connor Cashin, they stepped up and, and did big things. Arrington made and made some big passes on kind of a wet night. So, you know... College stations, they, they have a deep rotation at running back, but I'm sure they'd like to have Aiden Martinez-Brown back and healthy in, in a in a big game like this. I mean, when he's on the field, they it's a home run threat every yeah. single time he touches the ball. And not just in the uh, run game either. I mean, he's I think, heck, he might have more uh, receiving yards than – I'd have to go back and look, but I, he might – it's real close. They, they get way. him involved in their screen game a lot. Yeah. You know, whether it's out of the backfield and they motion him out to each side, uh, split him out wide, kind of run a quick screen or a tunnel. You know, they 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 know how to get the ball to their playmakers. Yeah. You know, Bobby Petrino's got that feed the studs mentality, and well, Stony Pryor's got that too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask this because I've been I think I've only been to one game with Landon Glenn a month ago, and it seems like it's been every other week. I kind of asked this. You mentioned a weakness was in the secondary. Another weakness that I've seen this year is special teams. Do you all feel like that's gotten any better with the kicking game, with allowing, you know, limiting big returns? Has that been something you guys have seen? Have there been improvement there? Is that an area that, you know, could be another problem against a team like Magnolia? Yeah, you know, I, I, punting has been a little bit of an issue, but okay. hey, tip of the cap to Cade Corcoran last week. I mean, he he really you know was able to direct where his punts were going and kept Bernie Champion from returning uh, things at, at a good distance and then uh, it should be noted too Trey Stastny didn't play last week uh, College Station's kicker so Gustavo Lopez got the okay. nod all the way around and uh, that that guy can kick the ball so okay. I, I think that's a fair point Andrew that you know College Station as they get deeper and deeper into the playoffs and they're playing better and better teams mm -hmm. if they have the chance to keep advancing like they hope they can they're gonna have to play a complete game all the way around mm -hmm. and yeah special teams is definitely a critical part of that because they can't they can't give up the kickoff return for a touchdown or a punt return that gives short field or have bad punts that gives the other team good field position um, when they're playing really well on offense and defense to really complement those things. Okay. But hey, on the flip side, some of those some of those strengths on offense and defense, it can make up for a little bit of a lapse on special teams, for sure. especially down at the high school level. For sure. Okay. Sounds hey, good. Alex said it all there, folks. Uh, I think we'll switch <laughs> gears a little bit. I was, I'll let him take that question. Uh, switch gears a little bit. Look at a couple more matchups. Uh, we got Brazos Christian. They're going to have their hands full of Lubbock Christian. Yeah, they will. Uh, this is a team they lost to in the uh, state semifinals last year. Don't get to meet them in the semifinals this year. Hey, got to meet them in the second round. So uh, not an easy one. Uh, folks, Alex wrote for show notes here, but there is a fun trivia question. So I'll give it just to Andrew. Oh, no. Uh, long trip to Brownwood ahead this Friday for Brazos Christian, Andrew. Do you know who the stadium's named after? I do not have a singular clue, and I'm not even going to guess. Do you know, Sorry. Jake? I do not know. I was hoping it would be on the paper. I hope was hoping the answer would be on the paper, but... <sighs> Come on, Jake. I, I give you the same paper. I'm not just going to give you the answer. I was hoping it would be. Uh, so, enlighten us, Alex. Okay. So, Brownwood, historically very strong program. 
uh, once led by one Gordon Wood, tied for winning the most state championships in Texas high school football history. How many? How many? 21? 21? Six. Yeah. That's... Price is right. We're going with Andrew. It's nine. Oh, holy cow. 21, Jake. (laughs) This is not Alabama, my guy. You made it sound like you just, you know. (laughs) Hey, no. Getting to play in a historic place, though, um, that'll be a cool thing for them. Just a little bit of fun little trivia. I love uh, fun little facts and trivia. Mm -hmm. But uh, Gordon Wood, one of the most winningest coaches, uh, esteemed coaches in high school football history here in Texas. So, you know. This is going to be this is this is probably one that Brazos Christian has had circled though, and and one that they're looking forward to. You know, Lubbock Christian skunked them last year. Yeah. It was it was not it was it was not a game, and you know Brazos Christian had a lot of hope going into that one. That hey, I think they knew they were the underdog, but they had they had a thought that they could they could play a four quarter game and try and win it in the end, but it, it didn't happen that way. So. The Eagles know they're going to have to give their best shot if they're going to go and make the semifinals for a second straight year. And they they probably have a lot of respect for how good this Lubbock Christian yeah. team is. Um, we'll see if uh, Coach Washington can cook it up again and uh, let 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 the boys do their thing. Hey, they've been playing with confidence. I saw, yeah, uh, they have. I saw that clip of Brody Gardner running, uh, running it back. Big man touchdown. I was like, okay, hey, you might need a couple of those against Lubbock Christian. But, uh, hey, they've been... Playing confident football. Uh, I know Waco Riker, you know, was winless. So, but hey, they looked good in that first round matchup, and they've looked good. What last five weeks? I'd say I think they've yeah. won five in a row now. You know, so. and, and and they played they played a really hard schedule in the non district. You know, they played teams in bigger classifications. Uh, they played some really good schools. You know, I know they didn't win all their games, but I mean, they they've been battle tested, and so this is going to be another huge test. On Friday night, see if they can make it a make it a battle out there in Brownwood. Hey, another team that's got a big test, and it's another rematch too. Madisonville, yeah. Belleville area rematch, folks. Doesn't get much better than this. Uh, just a reminder for those that don't remember, Madisonville won this game last year. Big upset, a uh, bit of a barn burner, nine to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, a lot of firepower in that one. No, <laughs> but uh, man, the special teams. That wasn't. You talk about special teams at College Station. That's a game there where you just you thank your kicker, give him a big old hug, and say, "Hey, man." Well, Madisonville had that really good kicker too. Yeah, yeah I no can't kidding. remember his name, but I mean that guy was good. Yeah, um, Madis- so yeah, Madis- gonna be in. A- oh, go ahead, Andrew. No, I was gonna say Madisonville. I-, I do want to put on the record they were my sneaky under the radar team last week when we when we had the show. They looked really good against Lagrange, and I think they did it without Johnson, right? Or Johnson didn't play very Lorenzo much. Lorenzo Johnson, yeah, didn't yeah Lorenzo play. Jensen, he didn't play much of that game, and they still put up fifty something. So. Uh, I've got confidence in the Mustangs, and I'll kind of echo what I said last week of I really like their offense, and their defense has been pretty consistent. So I like the odds. Well, hey, that defense is going to need to step up this week, Andrew, So because uh, they got to shut down Belleville's run game. Yep. Uh, Belleville's got three guys with over 1,000 rushing yards and 19 touchdowns. That's pretty Jeez. good. So, uh, yeah, gonna, <laughs> That's ridiculous. They need to have that, that kind of confidence from you, pal. Uh, yeah. I got to say, though, looking at Belleville's schedule, well, Alex, once again, you put this note down, but uh, <laughs> looking at Belleville's schedule, though, this might be the best team at Madisonville. Madisonville might be the best team they faced on their schedule this year. Yeah, you know, I, I think this one is probably going to be a little more high scoring than last year. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I do think the Mustangs have the horsepower to keep up with the Brahmas, <laughs> oh, though. There we go. So, all pun intended there, um, you know, 
Belleville, though, their home field is known as the Pasture of Pain. It's It's been a Pasture of Pain for a lot of different teams that they've played this year. Uh, this, this is a Belleville team with high hopes. Madisonville, you know, they're sneaky good. Coach Urbanke's team... They they can they can give teams grief. I mean, they very could have uh, beat Waco Connolly uh, a few weeks ago, and so you know it, this is a hard game to pick too. You know, Madisonville won last year. Belleville's been just about inevitable this season, um, but I think I think once again this is going to be a, a really good game Friday night down in Klein. Well, down in the three A level, we got Franklin. The Lions, man, they did their thing last Friday. Uh, that was Morgan's, I think, what was that was her uh, team she had the most confidence in. And uh, sure, she has confidence in them again. And uh, they looked good. They looked the part on Friday. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Now, and Hallettsville's not a bad team, by the way. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I think that was a matchup, too. Uh, I want to say that was a by district, by district rematch. I want to yeah. say they played each other yep. last year as well. So now Franklin's got Shepard. Uh, school that's hey they just won their uh, second playoff game in school history so you know they're riding high and Shepard is not a new school yeah I was they've been say. around the block so oh and by the way uh Little River Academy yeah. they beat Hitchcock last yep. week across town yep. at Consol that is a huge development in that half of the bracket in 3A Division 1 Region 3 okay uh you know Hitchcock was a team that you know People thought maybe this is the year that Hitchcock makes a run to a state championship, and they can't—they don't even get out of round one. And you know, if Franklin takes care of business this week, which by the way they're a huge favorite, and I think it'd be dumb to pick against the Lions, mm-hmm. um, they'll probably play Little River Academy, or they have a shot at playing Little River Academy, who they beat by three touchdowns in the regular season finale. So if the Lions just keep doing their thing, you know they're probably going to be in the region finals at a minimum and they'll only have to play one of Columbus or Lorena. So, you know, don't look too far ahead, but Franklin caught a pretty big break. Now they just need to take care of business. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, down in 2A level now, uh, two more teams, Bremont, Lexington. Got to admit, folks, I was wrong. I wasn't wrong on the Bremont pick, but, man, I picked against Lexington. We were all we were wrong all on picked. that yeah. one, yeah. man. We, we were, were all wrong. wrong. You man. know, Jake... I'm going to ask you right, a question yeah. because in your column this week, okay, you talked to Coach Mole, which, by the way, I texted him for a story about Jared Kerr on Saturday because Jared Kerr was having yeah. a night. But, uh, you know, what did Coach Mole have to say about that win over bowling? Because, I mean, none of us picked him to win. Yeah. No, man. Uh, the first thing he said, I just straight up asked him, you know, hey, how good is it to be playing one more week, Coach? And he said, man, we got the monkey off our back. Uh, you know, last couple of years, they've lost in by district. I think. I know, you, Andrew, you weren't here for this, but, you know, last year, Alex, uh, Lexington, you know, they went 10-0. and We all kind of thought, holy cow, man, this is a young team, but, man, they're they're legit. What, what are you going to do in the playoffs? And then, you know, they lost in the by district uh, round. So last two, three years, you know, haven't gone their way. They got the first one out of the way. Now they just want to see where they can go. Uh, he said, you know, hey, we offense, a little inconsistent. You know, they only won that game 14-7, to but, hey, man, our defense and special teams, they really carried the way, and he – both him and Coach Kozowski really harped on their defense, you know. Here in the playoffs, they said, you know, you need a strong defense. And we both of them said, hey, we've got that right now. So if we can just keep it rolling, you know, going to have to rely on the defense. Obviously, Lexington wants a little bit more offensive uh, consistency. But you got them or two. It's still a young team. 
think he said they have no seniors uh, on the offense, so a lot of juniors. I mean, heck, Case Evans is still just a sophomore. Yeah. I mean, he's already played a lot of football because of last year. He start, started last year, started again this year. So he's got a lot of football experience, but still a young guy. Uh, but, yeah, man, going to kind of probably have to lean on that defense. But if the offense can get clicking, I think we see him in the next round too. Yeah, Odom's going to be a tough test. Uh, I think Bremont's going to pretty much breeze by Sabinal. They should win pretty big. And uh, I think that would set up a potentially a game against uh, Falls City next week, wouldn't it? Ooh, and that's who they lost to last year uh, in the playoffs. So yeah, they're uh, they'll they'll want to take care of business, maybe get a little bit of revenge. Hey, Centerville, they're gonna have a big battle against Honeygrove this week. This is a this is a really hard game to pick, by the way. Uh, I could see it going either way. I'm rolling with the Tigers because. Look, if they play Timpson, I might think otherwise, but anybody else, it's hard to pick against Coach Hardy's team. Man, they're just so just knows the grind. Just They'll just wear you out. And they beat Honey Grove bad last year in the area round, by the way. Man, now you got me thinking I might need to change my pick. <laughs> I don't know, Jake. You, you, need a, you, need a, you need to catch up, man. You know, this is a big week in the picks because <laughs> – you know, we got nine teams left, yeah. and I think only two picks of. I think I've only got like two or three picks where I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like Brazos Valley team's going to win. Yeah. Like for sure. The others, it's like, I mean, they could win, but I'm not 100% sold. And, you know, I'm tied with Cease for first place. And I think it was the third round last year where we finally got some sep- second and third round was where we finally yeah, got some so. separation. So, gosh, I gotta I gotta beat him this year. I just I just gotta beat him. So if I pick against your team, don't take it personally. It's strictly <laughs> it's, business. It's just business. Just like Corso says. Well, one of the teams will end it here with one of the teams. I think we all have a lot of confidence in, and I I know they have a lot of confidence in themselves. But St. Joseph Eagles, baby. Yep. Man. They stayed perfect last week. Still undefeated, Bracken Christian. I know Coach Castileja said, you know, hey, we just want to go one and zero. But hey, man, they've been going one and zero every week so far. So uh, they got a lot of wins. Excited. Yeah, no kidding. Now they get uh, Fredericksburg Heritage. It's a team they lost to last year in the playoffs, I believe, by just one score. Uh, so hey, you know they've got a little bit of a revenge there. I gotta say, we've heard it all. People are probably tired of me talking about this. Me and Alex talking about this. Andrew talking about this on the podcast. But I think the Mark Mishler. Jackson uh, Carey show roll yep. on this week and they they get it done man yep. you know just like Centerville it's it's gonna be hard to pick against St. Joe's man they they have got it going and you know that one-two punch it's it's real yeah. it's real they're playmakers they're studs and uh you know hey Heritage is a good team though I mean this is a team that consistently down at that six-man level puts together good teams year in year out if St. Joe's gets a win over a team like Heritage, uh, that's 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 a good skin to put on the wall uh, as you get a little f- closer to in uh, you know a state championship type game. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Heck, looking at the bracket, uh, you know, you win this one, you're going to the semifinals. Uh, yeah, there's only two more rounds after this for yep. uh, taps. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Uh, you know, you're talking about putting the skins on the wall. Semifinal appearance, you know, a lot on the line in this one. So I mean, I don't think it'll be. I've got a lot of confidence in them. I think we all do. I think it might be a little closer though than you know. You might be. It won't be a mercy rule like you know last week. Yeah. Well, hey, I think that's all we got, man. Yeah, wow. All right. Look at that, folks. Uh, 
Hey, Alex will be back to hosting next week. <laughs> uh, but, you know, hopefully... Jake, uh, you did fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I kind of like this chair. Like, so looking you at like it now, this chair? Like, I do, You yeah. like this chair? I like sitting on that side. Okay. But uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, I guess, do y'all know yet which games y'all are going to this week? Uh, uh, no. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, never I think, mind. I think it may depend on some other stuff happening later in the week on where we go. So, Well, check these guys on twi- out the, on Twitter. They'll tell you where they're going. Uh, check the eagle.com for our high school sports coverage. I think I'll be Friday, knock on wood. I think I'll be at volleyball uh, with the Leon and Lady Bulldogs if they uh, take care Iola. of me. Iola. Oh, my God. Iola wow. Cut that out when editing, pal. <laughs> Holy cow. I don't Iola. know. Make you yeah, I'm, definitely co- I'm definitely a hosting next week. Yeah, We're yeah. keeping that in. Uh, oh, please Jake. don't. Well, anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week.